Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your confidence coach, specializing in communication and personal transformation. I practice this through feng shui and organization, coaching, neuro-linguistic programming, hypnotherapy, and all that spirituality woo-woo. My mission in life and goal with this podcast is to help you achieve total freedom and optimize your life by building confidence within your mind, body, and spirit. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, but rather something that you learn. And with confidence, personal, time, and financial freedom are already manifesting deep within you. So if you love personal development, spirituality, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. Hello, confident soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your host on your confidence building journey. And today's episode is inspired by a recent lesson that I learned as I myself am continuing to build in confidence and to grow my business. I think that you'll find it easy to relate to because I know I'm not the only one. I'm not, I know I'm not alone when it comes to celebrating wins and honoring yourself for achievements and giving yourself well-earned recognition. So by the end of this episode, you're going to feel empowered, more expansive, and confident in the you that you already are. So this all started a few weeks ago at the time of this recording, of course. If you didn't already know this, I host regular moon rituals, both new and full. I've been doing this since July or so, and it began as me simply hosting them for my closest friends, but then it eventually opened up into something greater as more people began to express interest in them. And because of COVID, I virtually opened up the rituals to more people and began integrating them into my business. I was seeking an um, I was seeking for an avenue to utilize my newfound skills like hypnotherapy, NLP, and the moon symbolizes our unconscious mind. So naturally, during the rituals, I would structure them around communication with the unconscious mind. But to give you some context about my life and how I run things in my business, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. I live my life intuitively. I don't follow a business plan. I go with the flow. I go with what my energy feels called to do or feels called to create. Often this can leave me quite scatterbrained, if I'm being honest, because there is so much that I want to do or that I feel called to do. And then I end up with a zillion things on my to-do list because I'm constantly looking for the next thing. And almost, and I would say that it's to a fault. Naturally, it eventually became very obvious to me that there was a flaw with how I do things. Not the intuitive part, not the following my energy part, but the focusing on the next thing. 
I what and really what this meant was I wasn't paying attention or focusing on the present and the beautiful gifts that I have right now that I can optimize and maximize. I found myself getting so caught up in the excitement of the future that I forgot to focus on the present. So back to the moon rituals. I really enjoy hosting these moon rituals. I manage to attract the most amazing like-minded people and I'm honestly humbled by the community that I'm building. These rituals have taken on an energy of their own and it's very exciting to watch that part of my business blossom. But here's the thing, before the idea came to me for this episode, I was not realizing nor giving attention to the proliferation that was occurring with these rituals. And I had this beautiful seed that was almost literally visibly sprouting right in my very hands, but I wasn't looking or I was perhaps avoiding looking. And at some point, this growth started to catch up with me. I would have 20 so people registering for the rituals and I would be so excited like, yay, people want to come to my rituals. But while this was happening, I would be busy working on things that didn't actually require my full focus at that time. I would be pushing to have this this update done to my website or figuring out how to create this workshop or this program or seeking out my next course that I want to take all things that are really awesome and things that I want to do in the future, but in hindsight, not something that required immediate attention. So when the rituals came around, I was unprepared. I would do the bare minimum, it would seem, and and, and just manage to get by. I was stressing about it. Granted, this likely was something only apparent to me, not the guests. Like when I consider the feedback from everyone that I received, everyone loved the rituals and they gave me really great feedback. But to me, in my perspective, I wasn't delivering all that I could. I wasn't putting all of the love that I wanted to into the rituals. I had these hopes for them, but but wasn't following through and giving them the attention that they deserved. I felt so scattered, unprepared, and unworthy of hosting these rituals. I would think things like, who the fuck am I to be doing such a thing? And why would anyone want to hear me talk about using the moon's energy to reprogram the unconscious? And I would pop up on Zoom and dread beginning. These beautiful souls, they, they'd come to hear from me and be part of the experience, but I felt what I had to offer wasn't what they deserved to hear. In the rituals, I found myself stumbling over my words and not completing my thoughts or just simply forgetting important points because I felt so anxious and displaced. Again, this may not have been obvious to the guests. In fact, I don't think it was. But you can sure as hell bet that it completely affected me and how I showed up. But here's the thing. I knew something was off. I knew that there was something missing. How was it that I could enjoy doing something so much, yet dread it entirely at the same time? That just didn't seem right to me. I knew, I knew it wasn't stage fright. I'm, I'm comfortable being in front of crowds, so I knew it wasn't that, so it had to be something else. 
So I decided to meditate on it. I knew that just because I was feeling unprepared or feel fearful that giving up on the rituals was not the answer. They brought me so much joy. So I had to somehow lean into the fear and figure out what was going on. So I did a lot of reflection. And I landed on a conclusion that struck a nerve really hard with me. So much, in fact, that I resisted the possibility of it being true for a couple of days. But after allowing it to sit with me and swish it around in my mouth a little bit, I concluded what the problem was. And that, my friends, was I was lacking confidence. This was a hard pill for me to swallow. It was really difficult for me to admit this. After all, I call myself a confidence coach, right? How could it be that I'm lacking confidence in my own fucking work? (laughs) But let me assure you, it is entirely possible and 100% was the problem. But after I acknowledged this, it already became easier for me to come up with a solution. I thought, okay, if I if lack of confidence is the problem, how can I help myself become more confident in my rituals? How can I take my own advice? And this, my friends, asking myself this question, giving myself permission to explore something in which I held so much resistance is what led me to a breakthrough. When I was willing willing to look past my own expectations that I had for myself and simply accept where I'm at, call myself out on my own bullshit, that's when I was able to push through that glass ceiling and reach a whole new level of confidence. And here's what what I unearthed when I was willing to ask myself the simple question, Why am I lacking confidence? I concluded my lack of confidence came from a lack of preparation. I didn't feel confident in what I was doing because I didn't have any tools to help me during the process. So that meant I had to come up with a solution to feel more prepared. But to my surprise, the answer didn't lie in me acquiring more skills or or reading the next book or gaining another certification. No, 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 no. Because that was what I was doing. That's what I was, and that wasn't working. The answer lied in the skills that I already had. The answer to my problem was already within me. I realized that I was so focused on the future that I forgot to honor myself and acknowledge the wisdom that I already had. I was judging myself from a place of lack instead of celebrating myself from a position of abundance. Don't get me wrong. I am constantly learning new skills and always thrive and always striving for growth, but I realized that I cannot do this at the expense of dishonoring or discrediting the wisdom I already possess. I wasn't giving myself space. Space to feel confident in a skill. It's like I was afraid of trying out the skill that I had because I felt I wasn't worthy of it. So I avoided the skill instead. 
I was afraid to put the skill into action. So here was my solution. Focus on what I have now. Know that I am all that I am and all that I have is enough. I've already been able to attract this many people consistently for the past several months, so I must be doing something, right? So I gave myself a break. Instead of pushing myself to get the next certification so that I would feel like I was enough, I instead went back and reanalyzed all that I had already learned. I want to master my skill. I want to get really good at the things that I already know before I start to take on new ventures. And you know what I found out? I'm a really good hypnotherapist. (laughs) I'm intuitive to what the collective needs to hear. I really see people. I really see what they're going through. And I know that there is a more effective way to do things. And I want to guide them there. That's what I'm here to do. And hypnotherapy is just one of my skills. But I needed to give myself space to really hone in on that skill and feel confident in it. And be able to say to myself, Amber, you're a good hypnotherapist. You need to you need to hone that skill more. This meant restudying my hypnotherapy notes, restudying my NLP, putting more time into my moon research because I love incorporating information about the moon symbology in my rituals and how it impacts us as humans. And I also started using slides in my rituals, like a slideshow, like a PowerPoint presentation. I had previously found myself getting so nervous about reading off of like handwritten paper notes because, hey, I'm human and I can't recall every single fact or note that I wanted to touch on. And this, you know, this was how I was lacking preparation is not having these notes formulated in such a way that uh, that was functional within the within the ritual. And I had to radically accept myself for that and know that it's okay to be human, hello, and show that you need some prompts to stay on point. It's, it was being vulnerable. You know, having those notes meant that I wasn't perfect. It meant that I didn't have everything memorized and that I need some points to stay on point. And I actually think that implementing the slides was helpful to other people because then they could, you know, not everybody is an audio learner. Some people are visual learners and need to read things themselves. So I think that having the slides not only improved in how I communicate within the rituals, but also just the um, heightened the learning experience for people. So ultimately, I wanted to offer people more value out of the rituals, and I knew that implementing slides was the answer for me. It's what felt right. It's what I felt called and guided to do. And I had to overcome the idea of of what will people think if I start implementing this? Will they think that it's too formal? They're already used to it being in this such a way. But then I was like, fuck it. This is my fucking business. I'm going to do what feels right to me. And I know that having slides is going to make a huge impact on my confidence. And my confidence is what empowers others. So if people can't handle slides, then they aren't a part of my tribe. (laughs) And I don't mean that in like a passive aggressive way. I do mean that in a loving way that, you know, if someone isn't okay with me, then they're just simply not meant to be on in my space. And and the people that do love me are going to accept me 
whether or not I have slides or not. (laughs) And I know that sounds really silly when I say it, but this was my reality. This is what was going through my head. It was totally an ego thing that I needed to acknowledge and kindly tell my ego, listen, thank you for looking out for me and bringing awareness to something that is triggering fear, but everything is going to be okay. We're safe. And you know what? My rituals have become so popular that I now have two rituals per per moon phase and have an automated booking system set up because it was getting to be too much to count all the heads that were coming and getting to know all of the new people that were showing up at every ritual. Growth occurred when I devoted my energy towards what truly needed it. And it wasn't the next best thing. It was something that I already had. I realized that I can't increase the size of my garden before fully caring for the plants that are already in it. I had to take responsibility of what was already in my possession and be brave enough to call myself out on my own shit. And to do this, I needed to radically accept myself become more self-aware, and be open to the solutions that I had the most resistance towards. Give myself that tough love by calling myself out. And that's not an easy thing to do, but is is certainly a rewarding one for sure. Now I give myself a lot of space. As a projector by human design, which is a whole other topic for another day, but If you know about human design, then I am a projector. And as a projector, I already have very limited energy. And I need to get creative with how I optimize it. And giving myself space is one of those things. I used to have this lack mindset when it came to time. Like I have so little time to grow my business and therefore need all of these certifications so that people will find me worthy of working with. But that's not true. That's just the story I was telling myself. What is true is that I am a badass chick who empowers others to learn to love and connect them with selves, connect with themselves through the power of confident communication. No certification can ever give me that, nor lack thereof that can take that away from me. Only will we realize how much time we truly have when we choose not to rush it. There are few truly valuable resources on this planet, and we tend to exploit the most valuable in exchange for the resources that are infinite. So the most tangible example that I can think of is time in exchange for money. Money is an infinite resource. More money is being printed every single day. Trust me, folks, it's not ever going to run out and there is more than plenty for everyone. But time is finite. We only have so much of it and we never know when it's going to run out. Value your time. Spend it in alignment with your values and the money will come. If you're struggling with something right now, try asking yourself this like I did for myself. What is the problem? What tools do I already have at my disposal that can help me solve this problem? 
Am I feeling resistance towards any change or possible solutions? I think you will find that the more resistance you feel towards something, the more likely that leads you to a breakthrough. The resistance comes from your ego wanting to keep you in the safety and confinement of your comfort zone. And if you are curious to find find out more about my rituals, I invite you to check out my website, confidentlyyou.ca slash moon dash rituals. I host new moon and full moon, so two rituals twice per month, and they are by donation. 10% of the proceeds uh, always go to a nonprofit organization of my choice. And right now I'm really digging True North Aid Moontime Sisters, which is a nonprofit organization that supports Indigenous communities in Northern Saskatchewan and Ontario. Um, I really, uh, I think it's important to uh, acknowledge who we obtain our spiritual knowledge from. And these moon rituals... Uh, a lot of their a lot of their essence comes from uh, indigenous cultures. So I wish to pay tribute towards indigenous communities through this nonprofit organization to honor them for the spiritual knowledge that they have blessed my life with and who I pass on to others. On my website, you can register for the events and offer a donation if you wish. The rituals are really awesome. I I give information about the moon. We have a beautiful community that values vulnerability. And I offer tips about either setting intentions or releasing energy, depending on which ritual it is that you're participating in. And I lead a guided meditation and hypnotherapy session. And there we share about, and then we share uh, about what comes up for us during that session. So feel free to check that out. Um... It, usually, it almost always is filled up, so I encourage you to book it in advance if that's something that you want to participate in, and I welcome you. They're really fun. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you had a major breakthrough or takeaway. Feel free to send me an email, amber at confidentlyyou.ca, or screenshot this, tag me in your stories, whatever it is. I appreciate hearing from you, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them. By screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook, you can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.